Welcome to the show where we help you make smart nutrition simple. If you want proven nutrition strategies to help you build a better body and create the energy to show up for your family without overly restrictive and unrealistic dieting, then you're in the right place. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy this episode. I just did a segment on winter or fall fat loss foods. The the instructions that I was given with this segment was come up with three quote unquote fat loss foods. Now, if you guys have been following me for any period of time, you know that there's no fat loss foods per se. It really comes down to how we're managing our calories. What I want to do is just break these down with you briefly around what I talked about and perhaps how it can be beneficial to you. And so let's talk winter fat loss foods and a few of the things that I shared. Again, it really comes down to flipping the switch around our mentality, around these things and our mindset of how do I start to move the needle in a realistic way and think about this of not just, I'm just going to start after the new year and I'm just going to say, you know, screw it between now and the new year. And then I'll start the diet. Then I'll do all of the things which you and I both know is not true, right? You might do it for a couple of weeks then you'll fall off. Life will get in the way and you'll be relegated to the same old song and dance that you're stuck in right now. So a couple of the things, one, and you know me, so so we talk protein intake and the, the benefits of just making sure that we're getting enough protein throughout the day. And we talk specifically around lean protein intake. So in this particular example, we used ground turkey, like lean ground turkey, and we actually made like a whole dish. So we used turkey, we used spaghetti squash, Uh, We used some pasta sauce and we made like this ground turkey spaghetti squash dish. But the beautiful thing about protein and making sure that we're consuming enough protein is obviously it's very, very satiating. And so one of the problems that we get into specifically as we kind of approach the holiday season is that we snack all the time. So the cheese board, you know, the crackers, the drinks, the sweets that are all around the offices through this time of year, in addition to our regular meals, in addition to all of the alcohol intake, it ends up being just a tremendous amount of calories. And so one of the reframes that I think is important is just simply thinking about having meals and not snacks. And of course, with our meals is we want to make sure we're consuming enough protein with our meals, because protein is going to be the macronutrient that keeps us the most satiated with the feelings of the most fullness from meal to meal, which is going to help us manage our snacking from meal to meal. So as I said, we used lean ground turkey. There's nothing special about lean ground turkey, except that it's very, very lean. So there's a low amount of fat, thereby a low amount of total calories relative to something like a 80%, 20% ground beef. It's going to have a lot more fat. It's going to have a lot more calories. So the second thing that we talked about was spaghetti squash. And again, I was just trying to come up with like some winter foods that we could have some sound bites around it. There's nothing magical about these foods, but rather how we're implementing these things every single day. Spaghetti squash is cool because it's a fibrous vegetable. It's a nutritionally dense vegetable. It's super easy to cook, you basically like poke some holes into it, throw it in the oven at like 375 for 30 to 40 minutes. And then you pull it out and you can kind of just shred it up and it can take the place of pasta. And the cool part about spaghetti squash is if you want like that mouth feel, you want to mix it with like green ground turkey, you want to mix it with a spaghetti sauce, then you can have that comfort meal. And when we think winter, fall, bundling up, you can still have that like comforting meal, but 
spaghetti squash is like a quarter of the calories per volume of regular pasta. Now, I have no problem with regular pasta, but clearly weight loss requires some level of a calorie deficit. And so these are just a few of the things that we want to be cognizant of is how can we consistently manage our calorie intake while having foods that we actually enjoy as we realistically plan out this time of year and not put ourselves in a position to eat and drink all of the things that typically are in front of us. The last thing that we talked about was my favorite food ever, one of my favorite foods, which is plain potatoes. And ever since I've been a kid, like I just love eating, well, one steak, which I mean, steak's amazing in and of itself, but steak specifically with like a baked potato. And what we know from the research, because you probably have heard that like you should avoid all the white starches, the pasta, the bread, the potatoes, the rice, which is a bunch of BS. And actually the research on white potatoes show that white potatoes are literally the most satiating food of all foods. And not just by a little bit, like by a tremendous amount. So when we compare potatoes to other vegetables, when we compare potatoes, to whole grain bread, when we compare potatoes to animal proteins, it is actually one of the most satiating foods. And one of the reasons for that is um, it actually has a lot of fiber. And in this particular case, it has a lot of resistant starch. And if you haven't heard of resistant starch, it's something that you can find in potatoes. You can find it in rice. You can find it in green bananas. And what's cool about resistant starch is it's basically a form of fiber that literally feeds the fermentable bacteria in your gut, in your large intestine. And what's important about this is one, it contributes to improving your gut health. Two is what we know is that the higher the resistant starch, the more it actually blunts your blood sugar response. And what we've been told is that potatoes have a high glycemic index, meaning that when we eat the food, the sugars are broken down very, very quickly. And it influences our blood sugar very significantly. But what we don't take into consideration is the level of resistant starch. One of the ways that we activate the resistant starch is by heating and cooling the food. So for potatoes, as an example, when we cook the potato, we break down the resistant starch. So if you're eating a hot potato, the sugars are broken down faster because we've um, broken down the, the fibers. However, when we allow that food to cool, so if we were to cook a potato or rice and then put it in the fridge to cool back down, it actually increases the amount of resistant starch. So all those molecules kind of break apart when we heat it and speed up. And then when it cools down, they come back together again and create an even tighter bond, which is really, really interesting. And frankly, the more times that you heat and cool it, the more it kind of increases in resistant starch. So in theory, like we get the highest amount of resistant starch when we eat a cold basically plain potato, which doesn't sound terribly appealing, but from like a hunger and a satiety standpoint, if you're truly hungry, think about how many potatoes you could actually eat. Not very many. And so when we look at weight loss, when we look at fat loss, when we look at nutrient density, when we look at fiber intake and voluminous foods, 
pound per pound or gram per gram, potato is going to be one of the most powerful ones because it's going to be the most satisfying. Like you just can't eat very much. And it has an extremely high nutritional value, especially when we take these things into consideration. And it has an extremely low caloric load relative to so many other foods. If we think about French fries or mashed potatoes soaked in butter or sour cream or cheese or bacon, yeah, it's absolutely delicious, but that's when we get into trouble. So we talked protein, lean protein. We talked spaghetti squash as a great kind of winter fat loss food. We talked potatoes and specifically the benefits of potatoes around leveraging the resistant starch to help feed healthy gut bacteria, to help slow down the absorption of the sugars and the carbohydrate absorption from the food that we're consuming. And what a versatile you know, type of food that it really is. And so thank you guys for tuning in. Don't hesitate to let me know if you have any questions. Thanks again. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you in your nutrition journey for free. One, grab a free copy of my Fat Loss Fix Guide at fatlossfixguide.com. Two, join my free group at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel at smartnutritionmadesimpletv.com. Four, leave a five-star rating and positive review so that we can gain access to more nutrition experts ready to share their knowledge with you and ultimately help more people make smart nutrition simple. 